Welcome to Fun is Fundamental. Fun is Fundamental is a podcast for those who realize that the enjoyment of life is about having something deep in our souls which lights our fire. It's for those who maybe have lost that fire and feel like they are missing out on the pleasures of life. In each episode, I will share recent fun activities and focus on why having fun is essential for good health. I'm your host, Alenia, and I invite you to take this journey with me and join the pleasure-seeking movement. Good morning, Judith. How are you doing today? Oh, good morning. I'm great and so happy to be here with you. Me too. How have how were how was your weekend? My weekend was uh, great. I'm sorry that we couldn't do this uh, when it was scheduled. We have internet problems, but yeah. uh, here we are after the weekend, and it's sunny here. I hope it's sunny there. It is sunny. Yeah, it's been a nice start to summer so far so I'm glad yeah wonderful wonderful yeah I guess first off how did you get interested in like self-love and kind of get your what's your journey to self-love well my journey uh started by trying to figure out what was happening in my life and I, I think that the universe put me in this in this track I always have been a student of love. I since I was a kid, I was interested in 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 knowing what what was this thing that everybody talks about and it's called love because I couldn't really connect with it and feel it. And it's I think it's because the love really starts within yourself and and then you can share it with others. It's not this conditional thing that we all have learned, no, that I love you and you love me. And then we have something special going between us. And there was a moment in my life where things were not working at the level I wanted. I mean, I had a wonderful job that I didn't like. I have the house, the husband, the money, but my relationship with my husband was not working. And you can just ignore things, but until a point, there is a moment where there are consequences of not paying attention to yourself and your needs and not taking care of yourself. And I didn't know. I mean, I hope that when I was having all this trouble, there was something like me now that is teaching a worship on self-love, like fall in love with yourself that can give me the foundation at least. Uh, we really don't learn this in a school. There is a moment where your your soul starts complaining or you get an illness or life stops you for whatever reason and you have to figure out things. And this is what happened to me. And I start studying everything I could. Uh, I was interested in astrology as a way of, uh, I mean, understand myself. And uh, I did uh, Reiki and I did a master in psychology and psychotherapy. Uh, that was not my career. I never imagined that I will end up in the United States doing what I do right now. But again, I think that life has plans uh, while we live our lives <laughs> and take us where we we have to be. And then I think that self-love is something that we all need a little bit more of. And that uh, maybe we don't we don't say it with this word. Uh, we say, oh, I need more, more self-confidence or I don't feel worthy or I cannot find my, my voice or I'm not having fun or I don't feel fulfilled or I'm too critical with myself. Self-love is super big concept that includes so many things and we all have our own difficulties in this big area. And, and this is what happened to me. I had to finally focus on what, what was not working. And in my case was that I was very analytical and I was my worst enemy. I used my mind not to support myself. I was not the boss of this mind. I was the servant. And, and this was, was not nice, was reminding me everything that was not working and obsessing about the things that were not uh, the way I wanted. And uh, and yeah, I I mean, I, I tend to attract a lot of clients that are the same way. And I think that in a bigger or small degree, we all tend to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. We Yeah, we usually do attract the people that are, are like us, for sure, you know. No, um, so how... We all have this inner critic. We all have this voice inside of our mind that uh, don't bring inner peace. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, how long have you been working with clients to help them with their journeys to self-help? I moved to the U.S. in at the end of 2010. Uh, in 2011, I became a certified uh, professional coach. And I have been coaching people since uh, that moment. But the funny thing is I what brought me to the U.S. Uh, was not only to become a certified uh, coach, was to find my soulmate thing that I did. And I started my career helping people to find true love, to find their soulmates. And when I created my first workshop, uh, How to Find Your Soulmate, I soon realized that one of the biggest issues that people had in order to find love was that they didn't love themselves. And uh, it was not my plan to really uh, focus on self-love, but eventually the business gravitated toward this area more. And again, the clients were showing up and they were having issues in this realm. <laughs> and and I, am, I end up doing this uh, more than other things. I have other uh, tools uh, on top of coaching. I do past life regression therapy. I, I don't do readings right now in astrology, but I'm an astrologer and I also teach and, and I do consultations on the Akashic records. Then doesn't matter how people come to me. The idea is that they, they, they arrive with certain issues in order to uh, improve the relationship that they have with themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say like 10 years right now, more or less 12, 11. Yeah. That's, that's a good amount of time. What what does it mean for someone to love themselves? If we make it pretty simple, it's to become your best friend. As I was saying, we tend to be our own enemy. We sabotage our efforts to change. We are critical. We judge ourselves. We don't do the things that are best for us. We tend to self-sacrifice. Then it depends what happened in your life that we choose one or the other. But loving yourself is this idea that you have to be there to support yourself, that your first responsibility is is with you. And the love starts within yourself. And then you can share it with others. You cannot share what you don't have. And uh, putting yourself first is not this selfish concept that we understand that, oh, I'm only taking care of myself. Not at all. It's more this idea that the happier you are, the more fulfilled you are, the more energy you have, the more love you have, the more you have to share. And as I mentioned before, it's a big concept. The self-love idea is not just the self-esteem, like I like myself because I have certain qualities and talents. That's not a reason to love yourself. Loving yourself should be like uh, unconditional. It's this idea that you're going to be there for yourself no matter what, when things go right and when they are, you're a mess. When the things are working for you on where you are in the middle of difficulties, especially when you are in the middle of difficulties, is when you really need all your support, your compassion, your kindness, your understanding. It means to treat yourself in a different way. And we tend to be very nice with others and a lot of understanding and compassion. Oh, yeah, I understand what you are going through. And we cannot apply the same to us then no matter what is the idea, uh, loving yourself means to have fun in life, to express who you are, to shine with your own light, to appreciate yourself, to be grateful for what you have, to stop uh, judging the things that are not going right in your life and yourself, not to compare with others, to learn how to set up boundaries, to stop self-sacrificing, then I don't know, it's 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 a lot, it seems, but I tend to recommend my clients like start with a concept that seems more difficult for you. Let's focus just in one thing. And then when you are uh, feeling that you have this more or less under control, let's move to the next thing. Don't try to do everything at the same time because it's going to be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you talk about like all the aspects that are part of self love, it does like, like, just like when you look at the whole big picture, it does seem like it, it's like overwhelming. And like, how, how could anyone fix this? But yeah, if you break it down. <laughs> yeah, self love is a life process. It's, it's not something that you 
you, I mean, listen to this podcast and tomorrow it's resolved. No, it requires commitment. And that's the only thing you can, you can learn to love yourself. Maybe we are not born with this idea inside of ourselves. We don't have it in the back, but certainly you can just put the baby steps to start the process right here, right now, mm-hmm. after you listen to this. Yeah. What, what do you think are the biggest like roadblocks? Like what, what, what's the thing that like kind of gets people off course from loving themselves in the first place, do you think? Well, certainly some wounds that we accumulate from childhood, uh, from age zero to seven, we don't have any filter and everything that any authority figure says, it's true for us. Then we receive messages like, oh, I'm not going to love yourself. You're a bad girl or you should behave because if you don't behave, I'm not going to be with you. I'm not going to like you or I don't like you because you are doing this or that. Then one of the uh, most important needs that we have as human beings is to belong, really, to, to feel loved. And if you see a child, uh, like a baby, it feels like the center of the universe. It's not trying to compare with other babies. It's not seeing uh, life from a perspective of, do I deserve these parents? Do I? No, it feels entitled to see, here I am. I love me the way I am. Then we, with in certain uh, time, we, we start losing this. And we start thinking that this idea of love is something that you have to earn. If you really want to be loved, you have to behave in a certain way. You have to look in a certain way. You have to do things the way adults say or others think that are the best. And we get this idea of this conditional love. Like if I do something they like, they are going to like me. They're going to love me. I'm going to get rewarded in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's that's problematic because then we tend to think that love is something that happens because of others. But we lose this idea that love is something that we create inside of ourselves. Love is a state of being. It's not something that happens when someone else really loves me. And then I feel the recognition. I feel the love. And it awakens the love within myself. And with time, we we continue establishing relationships, friends and boyfriends and girlfriends. And and maybe we get married and all of this. But we carry the boons and almost all of us, we don't have the perfect parents. They they try to do their best uh, with the tools they have, whatever they have learned. Uh, but we don't have these perfect conscious parents that they know how to empower ourselves and, and give ourselves room to grow and all of this. It's, it's, it's kind of complicated to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what happens is that we tend to forget that we have the right to love ourselves. Uh, we are there to feed, to love others, to do what is expected from us. We become responsible adults and all of this. And we forget the idea that that love is what, what we had when we were a baby. Like mm-hmm. I am the center and I am loved just because I exist. We forget our self-worth. We have to prove that we are worthy of love all the time. and And that's the reason that we get on track. Whenever it is, when you were a child, because you were in a dysfunctional family, because you had problems, because you had a bad divorce, because you cannot forgive yourself for things that happened in your life, uh, because you have this uh, loud voice in your mind saying that you don't deserve uh, any love. There are many, 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 many different reasons. Mm-hmm. And I cannot list all of them right here. But it doesn't matter what's the reason. What matters is that you can come back to this path of, uh, let me start loving myself a little bit more today, just a little bit more today. Yeah. What are some like tools that you work with your clients? What are like affirmations or like, I'm, I'm just wondering like if there's, what are like the ways that you kind of help them along their path? Yeah, the process is really individual because, again, it all depends on what is the area of self-love that you are lacking. No, It's not the same to learn how to forgive yourself that, that to turn down the, the inner critic. But let's say that one of the things that I really uh, invite people is 
during one week, just write everything you think about yourself because you cannot heal what you don't know that is happening. Mm-hmm. then it's very important to be aware. A lot of people that arrive to me, they say, yeah, but I think I have a good relationship with myself. And after doing this, you can just take your phone and, and keep writing all the thoughts that come to your mind. They realize that they don't treat themselves well, that they are mean with themselves, that they are not kind, that they speak to themselves in a way when they make a mistake, when things are not uh, working the way they want. And this can happen 10 times in a day. Like, oh, I'm late. Oh, you're stupid. You had to leave uh, earlier. Or uh, someone called them attention. Oh, should have known this uh, before. Or when they feel that they are not at the, at the level they want, then journaling this is important to just realize the way you treat yourself and to start adding more positive messages into that. You can, you can take your mind to the gym the same way you, you go with your body and you train yourself to get a different body, you can do the same with your mind. Then to understand that you can cultivate the thoughts that are more loving, that you don't have to be listened to this uh, record of the past that tells you that you are not good enough. Um, another, another way of working with yourself is to start building a sense of appreciation. We tend to get validation from outside of ourselves. We don't celebrate our little wins, uh, the things that happen during the day that are important for us. We take it for granted. We think that, oh, it's what I should be doing. But when you start thinking about not only for, for what you do right, for who you are, how important you are, how unique you are, how your contribution to the world is, uh, this change your life, just seeing yourself through the eyes of love. Like maybe a lot of people really see you and they don't have to put you in a pedestal, but they really see how, how beautiful you are inside and you ignore it. Then being grateful for, for who you are, for the life that you have, for all the things that are put on your path uh, makes you recognize that you can connect with love. Love for a lot of people is this concept that it's far away. No, it exists if someone brings it to my life. But the more you focus on the love that you are, the more love you tend to attract into your life. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It's like people that are kinder come into your life and uh, you get more appreciation as well. And you get a different sense uh, of how people treat you and how they see you and your environment changes and all of this, then I would say that the secret of the success is to to know that love is around you, that love is inside you, that love is within you, and it never leaves you. You might feel disconnected from it, but it's always there waiting for you to connect again. It's like you plug the, the lamp again, you turn off the light and it shines. Then that happens the same with you. You just have forgotten that you have to plug it in. Uh, what are overall, like, you know, the benefits that come when someone starts to love themselves more? Oh, a lot. A lot because love is the most powerful energy that exists in the universe. Love is the highest vibration that you can have then when you really are able to sustain this energy of love within yourself, not to just wait until it's awakened, just have it within yourself, you attract different things because energy attracts like energy. Then we're saying that before about the clients. No? Then the more in love you are with yourself and your life, the more you connect with the health, with the abundance, with better relationships, with uh, opportunities with synchronicities with feeling one with everything that is around you and that's important because you you start seeing life from from a different perspective um, I was doing a session the other day with a client and she was asking me she was in treatment she she had some some issues uh, uh, with health 
And she was asking, like, uh, I'm going to get better. And we end up talking about that health is a concept that starts from within. Like, do you want to get better? Do you feel like getting better? Are you putting everything you can to get better? The more you love yourself, the better you treat yourself. Water, you drink, the food that you eat, the doctors that you visit, the solutions that you look for it. Then we tend to avoid responsibility. Like if my life working is about something else happening. No, it's about me and my decisions. It's about what I want. And the same happens in, in terms of work. Like maybe I am in a job that I hate and I feel like not validated and not appreciated, but I'm afraid of leaving. I, I, I have forgotten my value. Then there are many opportunities out there waiting for me, but I don't want to leave because I don't feel good enough. Then the more you love yourself, the more you see your value, the more you're able to negotiate for better uh, circumstances, uh, for a higher salary, or to find the place that where you really belong. And the same in terms of relationships, the more you love yourself, the less needy you are. You don't establish relationships just in order to be with someone or not to be alone. You choose uh, the people you want to share your life with. You are able to be more kind, more understanding and more compassionate with others because you have practiced with yourself. Then you know that uh, really everything starts and ends within you because the more you love yourself, the bigger is your heart to include others. Then it really affects every area of your life financially, organizationally, in terms of health. And, and, and again, the more connected you are, the more you are in a state of flow with the universe, the more you feel that your life makes sense, the more fulfilled you will be. Yeah. Maybe I want to talk about like some of the things that I feel like are kind of maybe modern problems. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, with social media being like such a big thing, like comparison to other other people, what are some like tools to for people to kind of protect themselves from like that the side of them that's always like comparing themselves to other people? Well, the only you call it protection, but I said the only solution is really to grow the level of self love. There is a moment where you tend you arrive to a point where you think what you think of me is not it's none of my business. Why? Because you can control the opinion that you have about yourself, but you cannot control the opinion that others have about you. This is out of your control totally. Then even if you try to be perfect, there are going to be people that are not going to like you. You cannot be everything for everyone. And we try to do that, uh, me included. <laughs> okay. And uh, when I was young, it was about advertising. Then it was not social media. It was like, oh, the magazines and the TV try to do that through advertising and oh, what the problem. Then it, they are not the devil. The problem is that we don't have a strong idea about who we are, that we have to get it from what is happening around. Then um, I, I don't have any kind of... Uh, intention to spend my my day looking at social media it, it really doesn't fulfill me but i understand that a certain age where your peer groups are uh the most important for creating this idea of who i am in, in in the world it can be a big problem then i will say first don't believe everything that you see out there because it might not be true and second don't believe everything that your mind tells you because it might not be true your mind is a record of the past and it tends to repeat certain messages like an, an autopilot, like if, if, it's a, if it's a record. But you are not this voice. You are much bigger. You are much important. You are really special. And if you find these gifts inside of yourself, you will see that everyone has their own talents and it doesn't matter what they are. The important is that you appreciate yourself for who you are and not you being your worst enemy and putting yourself down because you think that you don't have what others have. Might be the body, the, the money, the position, the salary, whatever it is. 
like live your life on your own terms. And there is always room for improvement, I understand. But the improvement cannot be like feeling miserable because your life doesn't look like like any other uh, person that you are following. Like be a little bit uh, more kind and compassionate with yourself. Life is meant to be lived, not to be suffered. Then what can you do today to be a little bit happier? What can you do for yourself? Maybe you are the one that start posting things in social media that make others recognize that we all have bad days. That we all have uh, our own little problems that we don't feel right all the time. And give, give yourself uh, the opportunity to be authentic. And I'm sure that you will connect with people more than if you just try to make your life perfect. There is no one that can be perfect. It doesn't exist such a thing as perfection. But if you are vulnerable and you just show yourself with your flaws included as you are, sure that you will get more attention than others that really shine. But uh, if you really knock, uh, I don't know what is going to be behind. Well, yeah, I, I think that um, because there's so much like curated perfection a lot of people have grown like really tired of like everyone trying to be the same trying to look a certain way that there are definitely a lot of people that are seeking out people that are authentically themselves and stuff like that yeah if we can find out what does it mean this this thing of being authentically myself you have one of the things that i say in order to love yourself you have to know who you are and that's where you have to invest. You cannot love something that you don't know. Like when you are with someone and it's a new partner or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, you ask questions. You want to know everything about this person because you are really interested. You want to know more. And we don't do this with ourselves. We take ourselves for granted. And it's important that we kind of have conversations with ourselves, like through journaling or any other method that you can find. And, and remember what is important for you. What are your dreams, your desires? Because to be authentic, you, you have to know how to be you. And who is you? I think that I know for like myself, like when I was like a teenager, the draw to be liked, to like people please, was so strong that like I I didn't know myself at all. Like I didn't even know like what I what I liked. I didn't like, I just, and I, and if someone asked me something, I would just be like, you know, I would like say things that other people liked, you know, things like that, you know, and it it was so bad at one point when I was a teenager that like, I would go to like a restaurant and I wouldn't be able to like make a choice of something to order. And my grandma would have to be like, okay, choose between these two things. And then I would choose. Because I would just like be like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, kind of thing. <laughs> you know? I and so like it really I had to do a lot of like self-reflection and figure out like, well, what 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 is it that I do like? What is it? Who am I? What do I want? And I'm sure I know that there's other people that are like that. And then, you know, certainly as like women become mothers and things like that, a lot of times they they lose themselves in 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 motherhood and like that's like their their whole identity is motherhood and so you know it's enough it's a then a process that they have to go through you know to yeah yeah. thank you for sharing yeah it's it's very important what you said and i mean i was born assertive but we even people that have clarity in what they want we we tend to sacrifice to get to get the love that we think that we want, that we deserve. Because if we are liked, if we behave in a good way, then uh, it's going to be less trouble. Everything is going to be okay. We don't want to create turmoil. And uh, we just want that things go smooth. Then we prefer to give up on these desires. Then step one is to find out what, what do I really want and why. 
why is important this for me? And another one is step two, be able to express it. I remember there was one woman in, in this workshop, Fall in Love with Yourself. We we tend to spend the one hour break for lunch and go together to a restaurant when, when the workshops were uh, present. And uh, she couldn't even ask for a plate or a, like some butter in a restaurant. She felt so embarrassed that, oh, like a poor waitress that she's so busy and I cannot ask for that. And the 10 people that were there, we all put all our requests through her and she started practicing. It's a matter of, of, of practicing. It's a matter of putting yourself in this spot. And at the end of the lunch, she was so proud of herself just for doing that, for being able to raise her voice, ask for what she needs or others need and politely and very calm and nicely. But she was able to do that. Imagine how, in how many ways we can transform our lives. These are little details, things that we do all through our lives. As you said, I, I, I had to do a lot of reflection. I had to put myself through this process where I had to figure out what was important for me. And unless you invest in yourself or you do your work or you become mindful or you register for sessions or do coaching, we don't take the time. We keep doing what we have been always doing. Then there is a lot of people that really... Uh, deserve to give themselves the opportunity, as you said, no, to figure out what what is important for them, what they want, to be able to express it, and, and to be able to continue doing that because we, we change, we evolve, we transform ourselves. And, and this, again, is a process, no? It's, a, it's a learning by doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminds me, like, you're talking about, like, the woman having to, like, order, like, you know, like, put all the requests, you know, say those things out loud. It reminds me of, like, people who I've heard, like, people have, like, challenges where they they are, like, I'm going to do something every day that someone will say no to, you know, like, just because it's, like, that, just to, like, to be, like, no will not break me, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, the fear of rejection is very important. Yeah, definitely. That's a hard yeah, a hard so, one for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, and you remind me this the big topic in 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 self-love is also boundaries. Uh we are not training that. We don't even know what is a boundary. We think that boundaries separate us and put distance between us and that we have to set up boundaries to protect ourselves from others. But if you really need protection in a relationship, better abandon the relationship because it's not for you. Boundaries are something that really help relationships to work. Because if I tell you where I come from and what I need and what I like and how do I feel when you act a certain way, you know where you are. You know how to treat me. You know how we can be happier together. And the same, I want to know exactly what is important for you. And what we do is like, we allow others to go, go, go. They don't know that they are like breaking our boundaries because we never say anything about it. And then we complain that you don't respect me. You don't treat me well. Uh, I don't accept this, but we never expressed this before. Then the other person might be surprised because let's say that I have a relationship with, uh, and, and you are mere friends. And I don't mind to have a relationship where we can interrupt each other. And while you are talking, I, 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 I enter in the conversation and I say something else and you do the same for me. But maybe you are shy, maybe you are introverted. And if I do the same to you, you are going to shut up. You're not going to say anything. You're going to feel bad about that. You're going to feel disrespect. Then if this is something that usually in my life works and I don't know about this, I can only see it through your reaction, but then it's late. But when you say, mm, you are interrupting me all the time, and I don't feel I have the space to talk, mm-hmm. then I can do something about it. I can love you differently. And you can be better, and we are not going to have a problem. Then boundaries are these things that we don't want to use because they feel so like important and difficult, like putting a wall between us, but that we have to learn how to how to express 
I think it's these days, like the, the term bound, like talking about boundaries is it's talked about a lot more, but yeah, there's so many people that still don't understand what it really means and how to, how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we expect the love is this thing that works or it doesn't like, but it has to work on their own. And the other person has psychic powers and read my mind and knows what I want, how I'm going to be okay, and what do I need, and all of this. And that's not true. The other person doesn't have psychic powers. And sometimes love can work if you really establish like a ground of uh, not rules, but things that are important for you. Mm -hmm. And even though you may uh, set up boundaries, the other person may decide not to respect, but then it's about you to to think what are you going to do with the relationship. But that's very important in terms of self-love because if you don't respect yourself, how do you want that others respect you? And then we go through life like sacrificing ourselves. When others take advantage of us, we blame them. Like, oh, you cannot do this. You are you are taking me for granted. They say, you are the one that are taking you for granted. You are not educating others in the way that you want to be treated. You are showing that it doesn't matter for you that someone asked you to work long hours, you say yes. Someone asks you to do things that you cannot do or you are too tired to do, you say yes. Mm -hmm. Someone asks you something that you really don't like, like seeing a violent movie, and you say yes. Then you say yes to them, but you say no to yourself. And, and that's, you're paying a price of saying no to yourself continuously. Because then it's this little voice inside of yourself in your heart that says, hello, I'm here, I exist, and I I, I want to, uh, you pay attention to me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I also want to talk about self-forgiveness, because I think that's yes. also a, a difficult concept for people. I know for myself, like, even just, like, for, I mean, now with, like, having gone through therapy, like about like certain things, like there were just like actions and things that I did that weren't even that bad that like I had like trouble forgiving myself for like for years, you know, and I just held on to this thing, you know, just because like something where I was just like, I wasn't a very good friend, you know, kind of thing. Um, So I guess like, what are some, some ways, some tools that, you know, help people to like, be able to forgive themselves for just being humans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The beginning of forgiveness is permission to be human. Like we take our mistakes so seriously. We get attached to them. We go around them like again and again and again. And we also tend to live in the past because the mistakes that we made were made in the past. They are not in the present moment. And then we deny ourselves the opportunity to change, to become something different, because we get stuck in the same energy that created the, the mistake. Then we have a different idea. It's easier for us sometimes to forgive others than to forgive ourselves. That's how important self-love is, that we at least deserve to treat ourselves the way we treat others, at least. I will say that we should treat ourselves better, but, <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say at least the same. Then in the in the in the workshop, uh, what we do is to make a list of people and situations that we think that we have not forgotten or forgiven. And I tell people and and Include yourself in the list because sometimes we only see the mistakes that we made. And the big mistake is not to take it ourselves. You can learn from what happened and move on. Self-forgiveness, the only thing that means is like, I, I get it. I'll do differently if there is something to learn because sometimes we, we feel guilty for things that we have not created even. And I'll do things differently next time. And I am able, because it's my conscious decision to forgive, to let go. 
and to move forward with my life. And that's the way you can disconnect from things. People think that forgiveness, forgive others, is just this thing that, oh, I need an apology if someone hurt me or uh, I need to have a conversation to clear things out. And it's not about that. Forgiveness is your 50%. Then you can repair something if you feel like you have done something wrong, someone. But the, the most important forgiveness is the part that you put, the really... And it's not that you are forgiving someone because you are a good person. Forgiveness is a way to set yourself free, to continue with your life, to disconnect from those events or relationship or whatever happened that you feel stuck, that you you feel that, that was wrong, that something happened there. And the same thing that it's about forgiving others apply to yourself. It's a conscious decision that no matter what had happened, you declare yourself free of that. If you feel the need to do something about the situation, it's good. And if not, your conscious decision is, is good enough. In the context of the Akashic Records, we have a prayer to let go, to release, and to forgive. That It's very nice. It's very complete. It has three paragraphs. One, it's about if others hurt me, if I hurt someone, or if I hurt myself, no? And I can I can read it if you want. Sure. Uh, yeah. You say if there is anything or anyone or anything that has hurt me in the past, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive and release it. If I have hurt anyone or anything in the past, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive and release it. If I have hurt myself in the past, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive and release it. The only thing that we are doing through saying these words is like putting the intention that this energy can be released really as an act of grace, like as, as divine grace coming through us. But forgiveness is not a matter that the time has to pass or I have to do something about it. It's a matter of deciding that you are going to really disconnect from this and you do it by letting it go. Letting it go is the first step for forgiving. And there is another a uh, big tool uh, if you have heard about the Hoponopono it's a Hawaiian uh, word it's very interesting if you google it uh, it's it's all over the internet and I, I become certified also in this I found it very interesting but it's it's quite a big uh, story behind no but I'm gonna say that Behind the Hoponopono, there are four words that say with intention have a vibration that helps people to uh, forgive. But we are not only clearing what we have done or what others are doing to us. We are we we believe that we are part of what created the situation for what others are also attacking us or hurting us. Then we become part of the solution instead of being part of the problem, instead of, oh, you wronged me and I'm angry. No, there must be something that I can do to send loving energy and this can clear out the situation. Then again, this is a simplification of the whole thing. It's more complicated, but these four words are, or sentences, is like, uh, please forgive me. Uh, I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, I said it wrong in order, no? but I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. That's that's nice. Yeah. Before we go, because we're getting kind of close to the end of um, our our conversation, I always like to ask people, how do you define fun? Ah, fun is something that makes your heart happy. Fun is something that we forget. Uh, one of the things that happens in this workshop that I mentioned about self-love is like people recognize that we become adults, so responsible, and we forget how to have fun. For those of you that have kids, it's easy because your kids will teach you what fun means. It's just to do things without a purpose, not to feel like you are obligated to do uh, something. Fun is not something you do, it's something you feel inside. It's, it's the passion to be in love with life uh, no matter what you are doing. Yeah, I like that. 
Um, I also like to ask people what their play personality is. According to the Institute of Play, there are eight play personalities. The Joker, the artist or creator, the explorer, uh, kinesthetic, competitor, storyteller, collector, and director. Before the director, what you said? Collector. Collector. And what does it mean? <laughs> Uh, well, it could be like collecting like items or it could be like collecting like experiences, like um, someone that wants to go to like every continent maybe would be a collector, but also they might also be an explorer <laughs> kind of thing. But like, for example, I had a friend who uh, was like the most classic collector I've ever known. And I don't know very many collectors. So this was like a big deal. But she... Uh, She was always like trying to find things from like her childhood, like on eBay and things like that, you know? Um, yeah. So. I think that when I was a kid, I, I was definitely a collector in that sense. I, I, it, it made me happy. I still collect a lot of things, but I feel like I'm into the explorer and I don't know if the kinesthetic is about beauty and, and uh, connect with the with the things also um, that I feel a little bit myself there then to choose one is really difficult yeah are we a, a mix? Oh, yeah you can be more than one I'm yeah. I can myself three so yeah then the collector I was maybe the explorer now I like to like uh, yeah discover things and uh, maybe the kinesthetic I, yeah. I, I don't know that's yeah. difficult <laughs> like the things being really like physical and yeah yeah no i i think it's normal love, to be more than pleasure. one yeah huh? i love the pleasure i love the pleasure of life i love to visit museum museums and and art and and food and wine and all of these uh things no that really connects us with the senses mm -hmm. and uh It's not the thing on its on its own. It's the experience of the thing, no? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I also am a person that just I like I love traveling and exploring. Also, like explore is definitely one of my uh, my favorite uh, the ways I like to engage with the world. Um, Where, like, where, where, what has been like some of your favorite vacations, like places you've gone? Well, with my ex-husband, we tend to travel to have some culture and then to go and dive. Uh, we love to dive. Then, for example, when we went to Egypt, that was a trip that uh, a cruise on the on the Nile, and then visit Cairo, and then we went to the Red Sea that it's the best place where I have dived ever in my life. That was, that was amazing. That was really amazing. And I remember also a place that I recommend everyone to, to really uh, see before they die is the Galapagos Islands in Ecuador. They belong to Ecuador. Yeah, then the nature there to walk uh, around the, 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 these birds and to see the sea lions and swimming with you and, and the iguanas and these big turtles and all of this. And uh, it was it was just incredible, really incredible. But everything for me, that it's a big city that, that has opportunities to see cultural things uh, is, is, is gonna make uh, my, myself so, so happy to be able to discover. I love to discover different, different cultures, different, different countries. And I remember in our uh, honeymoon, we took the car and we started driving towards the castles of the Rhine uh, in Germany. And we crossed through France and from Le Chateau to Le Chateau and, and very nice uh, areas. We, we, we had a wonderful time. We had a wonderful time just seeing different countries and, and, uh, and really exploring. And, Oh, one more, one more question. 
where do you where do you see yourself in five years? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> we don't make plans so long term right now. Yeah. Uh, to tell you the truth. Uh, there was another moment in my life where, yeah, it was all like looking into the future and 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 going ahead. Now I'm going more uh like in tune with life, uh, go with the flow. That doesn't mean that I don't have ideas about where I want to where I want to be. Uh I want to publish books and uh, speak more oftenly and all of this, but I'll go wherever life takes me. And uh, it's not that I, I don't put intention. It's more being aligned with life and allow the guidance to come through you and seeing where, where you are needed and, and for what reason and what is happening. Also, my family, my parents are in Spain. They are getting older. And uh, and we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what I can tell you is that in five years, I expect the best. Yeah, just keep keep growing, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the reason why we are here, no? To love and to learn how to love and to be loved. And then what opportunities are presented uh, in that realm for me? That's, that's what really interests me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where can the audience find you? Well, the easy way is to go to my website, judithemcosta.com. There they have uh, links to all social media. I'm everywhere. And a contact form that has my email uh, and the telephone number. You can shoot me an email, whatever it is. And it contains all the information about workshops and private sessions and everything they can do with me. But uh, just uh, let's talk. Tell me how I can help you. I will be happy to. Yeah, great. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thanks for coming back because <laughs> last last week didn't work so well. <laughs> oh no! Thank you so much for the opportunity. It has been a pleasure. Uh, we can talk for another hour if you want. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. I'm like I'm like we could, totally could like keep going, but I you know just generally yeah. I try to keep the episodes to an hour. So, but. Yeah. I mean, you know, I really appreciate it. It has been it has been great, and thank you so much. Yeah, and thank, thank you, everyone that is is listening. It's gonna listen in the future. I love you. Yeah.